It's showtime. Ask the podcast coach for January 7th, 2017. Let's get ready to podcast. There it is. Kicking off the brand new year 2017. Welcome to Ask the Podcast Coach, where you get your podcast questions answered live. I'm Dave Jackson from the school of podcasting.com and joining me right over there sipping out of his red Starbucks cup is the one and only Jim Collison from the average guy.tv. Jim, how's it going, buddy? Greetings, Dave. Happy Saturday morning to you. Always good to be back on a chilly, chilly, chilly Saturday morning on Ask the Podcast. Yeah, I went out uh, last night, bought some groceries and anything else I needed and said, I'm not leaving. I'm, I'm in for the weekend. <laughs> it's like I'm going to watch some football, kick back. We're done ready to go. So if you're uh, new to the show, somewhere over in the bottom right-hand corner, there's a little picture. I forget what it looks like. On, on no, it's a yellow. It's a yellow. I think it's yellow. It's supposed to be no, a camera. It's yellow for me, but it's a little camera. Yeah. yeah. Kind of the universal video icon. Yeah. And if you want to click on that and come in and ask your question, we would be uh, more than happy to answer them. We have, uh, let's see, what is this? 17 now. So I'm... 2004. That's 13, 13 years. I will. Why well, I didn't do it? For me, it'll be 12. For you, you, how long have you been podcasting? Well, six for Home Gadget Geeks, and I was doing it a year before that. So maybe seven. Yeah. So we're looking at 19 years of podcasting experience here, which makes it, doesn't that sound like, wow, we should do one of these? 19 years of podcasting experience. Uh, something like that. Um, but we would love to um, answer your questions. Wow, that was cool. Is that Oops. is that when you do your uh, your Nightbird yeah. uh, podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Nightbird. <laughs> Podcasting at night. Yes, we did our our big prediction uh, show last week, and uh, apparently one of mine is already going in the tank. Oh, and that is I'll put a link in the um, in the show notes for this as well. Uh, oh, that's weird. You're going to have to copy and paste that uh, link. Basically, Apple. Because I said, I think iTunes isn't going to go away, obviously, but doggone if they don't fix the thing, the podcast app, especially, they have horrible searches and blah, blah, blah. And what does Apple do? They post an ad for a podcast producer. And the summary is, uh, there's some really interesting phrasing in here. They seek producer to help manage the integration of new podcasts. The This is the, the merchandising of podcasts. On podcast app, that's the one I went, what does that mean? And iTunes and management of provider relationships. The varied work demands excellent editorial taste and account management skill. In the near term, a significant portion of the job will be devoted to planning and executing editorial campaigns, building relationships with providers, and seeking out great new content. And if you want this job, it's going to be in Culver City, California, or good old Cupertino, so you'll be selecting podcast promotion on iTunes, interacting with podcast providers to address editorial priorities and co-marketing opportunities. In other words, picking people for new and noteworthy, keeping people up to date with the latest podcast specifications, developing site content that makes it easy for podcasters to learn about and interact with iTunes, which is interesting. This is all iTunes, iTunes, iTunes. And then there was something in there about helping build a robust, logical, attractive, and easy-to-navigate podcasting directory, which, again, could be iTunes. But the first time I read that, I thought, what if that's new? So, And we need to um, thank Emily from the story behind 
com. She was the one that first sent me that link, and then I got it from Ryan K. Parker and a bunch of other people going, hey, Apple's hiring somebody. So, Well, they, they have a lot of positions open around iTunes. I mean, just go, if you go to that job site and put in iTunes, it comes there's, up I mean, 223 jobs that have wow. iTunes in their... Um, you know, in the, in the job description and technical team manager, business analyst, iTunes app store, label relations. That's a, that's a new one. Oh, that, well, I label, I, I assume that would be the music label. Right. right. So they have a, a label relations, Apple music and iTunes in Korea. That's out of Seoul. So uh, 223 jobs related to iTunes. I think it's, I, I would say it's something they care about it. Uh, although we would say, from a podcasting standpoint, right? There's no money there for them. So right. the podcasting piece just it just works. It's all around the music and the videos and those kinds of things. Yeah. So that was uh, that was kind of newsy that I was like, oh, I, I see. That's funny you said that because I I knew Apple. You know, it's a big company. It's a huge company, but I didn't realize they had that many uh, things going on with. Uh, Let's hope 2017 brings a little bit more. I mean, I think Discovery is getting hit on the chin a little bit with it's it's really bad. I mean, in Google Play, right? U.S. only for the most part. We all submitted our yeah. podcast to Google Play. And I think the latest is that those are only available. Google Play is only available U.S. only still that it hasn't rolled out globally. It's not even in Canada. Um, I don't know. That's don't, that's what I've heard. I haven't done any yeah. research on it, but. I know there's been some podcasters and maybe there's a few in our audience uh, today that could drop it into chat, but my understanding maybe is North America. Maybe that's the, that maybe that be. was the limitation, but not necessarily not available globally. Um, it does work. I clicked on the link. I have a link set up for it in my, on my page that somebody can click for Android. It'll take them to the Google play store if that's where they want to get it from. But Apparently, that's a little limited. And then iTunes, of course, we've, you know, that is just such a mess when it comes to, to podcasts that if you're expecting any, if you're any discovery, I think those days are over. So, uh, yeah, the, you know, um, i yourself. The really hard thing now with discovery, in some ways, yes, it's the, the internal guts and pieces. The other problem is it's hard to come up with a name now that is going to, describe your show like a podcast name you yeah at, mm-hmm. that isn't somebody else's name you know what i mean it's hard to like if i was doing real estate i don't know what i would do right now because i swear every name and, and if you type in real estate and think your podcast is going to show up it will but it's going to be like number 120 on the list and people are like well how do i get that up well you got to get subscribers and now you're talking itunes you know rankings and, and things of that nature but it's kind of like it's not so in some cases, I don't think it's that the search stinks. Now, I, I will say I've seen people type in their name, like their actual the name of their show, and it still won't come up. And that's when I'm like, whoa, that's that's not good. But I think that's part of it is it's just there's so we talked about this last week. There's a lot of uh, noise. So uh, but yeah. And then it, <laughs> John B. Kennis in the chat room, real estate on fire. No, it should be uh, WTF this week in cold cases on fire. There we go. Because I think that's the other thing that I'm starting to see a lot of is all this true crime stuff. True, because everybody wants to be serial now. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're doing the, that whole thing. Um, I, 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 I like it, though. I like that move towards a little more produced. Yeah. I, oh. a, a few... You know, a few of the podcasts I listen to are moving that direction. And let's, let's, I like it. It takes a little more time, but I like it. Let's do a little podcast bingo. 
Um, and I'm doing this because in a Facebook group, oh, come on, don't do that. They're asking for feedback. So first of all, what would you think if I said the name of the show is Toast Talk? Hmm. Well, now I have some, I'm a little biased because I know we have a Toastmasters person here and we talk about right. that. So I might think Toastmasters to begin with, but it could be Toast Talk like a breakfast conversation, a light conversation like you'd have at breakfast around a meal, something like that. See, that was me. I went to Toast. I'm like, is this seriously somebody going, <laughs> exactly, grape or strawberry jam? Which one is it? It's actually three guys sitting around drinking alcohol, hence the Toast. Oh, that kind of toast. And talking about pop culture. And I was like, to me, I was like, I would say if, if the show's about pop culture, I would somehow either call it Toast Talk. What What is that thing? The, the straight up bar? When you type that, it's right above the enter key. Oh, pipe. It's called a pipe. A pipe. A whatever you would call it. Uh, pop culture, podcast, whatever. But here's the enter. We're going to play a little bit of this, he said, turning up the iPad. They're hosting on SoundCloud. We won't hold that against them. Except it's not playing. It's spinning. And this may be a case to SoundCloud not play on an iPad unless I have the app. I would say the answer is yes, apparently. Oh, that's, a bummer. that's a bummer. It was interesting. I, I will see. Oh, there we go. episode of Toast Talk. I am your host, Will, to my left. What? <laughs> it was delayed. Like your conductor but there like, was a delay. Rest. There was a delay. It was so, if you were paying attention Jan to Michael the monitor. Who? Jan, Jan Michael, Michael Vincent. Vincent. Oh, he's a Seahawks fan. Why do they bring sports into this? Okay? Won, we just, we just clinched, oh, we They're in a room and they have one mic, right? I think I've, I, I would guess they have a Yeti. You can't hear it here. But when I was listening this morning, you you could tell one guy is sitting like a little more to the right. They have it like in the surround sound thing. But yeah, I just thought it was interesting because the is the more you go on, that's good. I hope you all position. Yeah, we should. I don't know, I don't know yeah. anything we about lost, sports, so it's just you really ground, you really grinded too. it out. You know who lost to? Rams. This episode is about Saints. sports. Let's move on. <laughs> we also won some, also won some bullshit games. But it was a lot yeah, of um, a lot of. I just love the fact that they're they start off with whatever they were talking about laughing, inside jokes, and I was like, Stephen Andrews says, okay, I know you said we won't hold that against them, but on a serious note, if someone is asking for advice as a collective, we should agree that we should address this. Yeah. I, I, I don't know that they have a website. They, and they asked for this in Facebook. They said, hey, they came in, they're like, welcome to the group, blah, 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 this is what we do. And uh, well, I, I just struggle with that group talk like that early in the in the webcast where – like, I don't know who they are, and I don't know where they're going, and and I'm not saying they got to script it, but I'd like a little bit more control early. <clears throat> yeah. You know, kind of early in the podcast, they're not stepping all over each other, and we kind of know who's who and what they're trying to do and where they're trying to go. And I don't, I don't mind that kind of jovial, goofing off conversation right. throughout, but man, that started, boom, like in and Whoa, that's a lot of voices going all at once. Yeah, and, and for the record, they're supposed to be talking about the movie Seven. Oh. <laughs> they, they, I was listening this morning. They get into a whole discussion about how one of the guys drank the other guy's all of his Jack Daniels, 
and then the other guy was drinking somebody else, and then they make fun yeah. of each other because the one guy's drinking Miller Lite. What what number? What episode number is that? Twenty six. Yikes. Okay. Yeah. And so I was well, because like, I was I was going to say usually you work out all of those silly, nervous, laughing, giggling yeah. uh, things. Usually you work those out by ten or fifteen or twenty, something like that. You know, you get kind of fall into a rhythm and you get more radio show oriented and again if that's the style they want that's great if that's what they want to do right. you can do anything you want this to me Fine. was the epitome of kind of a hobby podcast they're just three guys that want to have fun hang out have some uh, cocktails and talk into a microphone by all means uh you can do that i just thought it's interesting if they're jason asked asked a question if they had tons of audio foam in the room in other words if it was sound right. treated would the group talk sound better even on a Yeti? Um, I'm not sure mm. the sound deadening stuff changes that. The distance from the Yeti is what changes that. And so they're all, you know, you, you really need to get close to a Yeti to make it sound well. Well, the other thing Otherwise, that drives me nuts is sure. one of the reasons I can't take, insert whatever name you, there's the view. Now I think there's one called the real. I just call it four people talking over each other to where you can't understand what anybody is saying. That drives me nuts. It's like the yeah, talk. Yeah. The, view, the talk. Although they they do. I've watched them. I mean, it's not my favorite thing to do, but at least they uh, they they don't talk over each other that much. You know, it is understandable and they do kind of wait. They'll butt in and, and I right. do that here to you and you do that to me. Right. So that happens. But but that was yeah, at times just, all four guys talking over each other. And I was like, just a little much. Yeah. yeah. And that's yeah. where I think we've talked about this before, where you kind of have to know. To a certain extent, somebody has to be the lead guy or at least know when, like, I'm handing you the baton. Now you be the lead guy or, or you know, and it'd be interesting if, like, they didn't introduce themselves. I'm Steve. This is Pooter and, you know, Jimmy and uh, whatever. And today we're going to talk about the movie Seven. But they're just, you know, which, again, that's fine. They just hit record and started talking. But I just to me, I was like, wow, this is the if somebody ever said. What is a, a quote hobby podcast sound like? I'd be like this. This is somebody who doesn't really that's eh, not that I don't want to say they don't care, but they're not as they're having fun. They're, they're having, having fun. fun. Yeah. That's that's Bingo. that's what they're doing. They're getting together, they're having fun, they're goofing off. Uh Michael Ray asked what kind of mic would work in a round table. Boy. Uh with well, these work in, in a setting where you get them I mean, even close together. I do this, Dave, when we go out on the road. And I've got a mic. I'm sitting at one corner of the table, and I've got a guest sitting at the other. Now they're 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 opposite each other from that standpoint, but they're close. And I have my guests get right up on it, and you can hear, still hear the room noise, right. but their voice is clear. And so, if I was going to be in a room with four guys, I would run four ATRs through a, through or any kind, you know, from that standpoint. Yeah. Any kind of mic would work, but run them through a mixer and you get one and then everybody's like, well, but I want to do, I want to do edits. Well, in a room, you're not going to do edits. Get that thing on one file. Yeah. Like, you know, get it in one channel. Cause otherwise we're going to sound like this. Hey Jim. What is it? Hey, hey Dave. Hey Dave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's not going to work. I, uh, Nick Superlink says every person should have a mic. Totally. Yeah. yeah. And, and the more people you have, the more they need to be up on the mic. I mean, like in the mic, in right up the to microphone. The, yeah. In the mic. Yeah, I was at, sure. when I used to run uh, sound at my church, I used to tell people the microphone is your friend because they were constantly, you know, they'd hold it down by their chest or whatever. I'm like, no, no, you eat the microphone. Pretend the, uh, the, the clown nose is, you know, Get ice right cream. I don't know what the resistance to that is. 
for some people to not want to stack up. And maybe it's a cost thing, you know, to stack up four microphones. In that case, everybody have their own mic. Spread them out a little bit if you can. And, and uh, you know, that with a headphone amplifier and get everybody with their headphones on. I think that's another key critical mistake in that kind of setting is people don't know even how they sound. And if I think they knew if they were monitoring themselves and they knew how they sounded, I think it'd be different. But in those kind of settings, right, put the mic in the middle and go, they don't know how bad they sound. And so get a, you know, get a headphone amplifier and get some extensions and get people with so they know. I I wanted to to, this um, was in the School of Podcasting uh, Facebook group. And I don't know that Chris is here today. Chris Nessie uh, from. Oh, I haven't seen him yet, but usually he's out there. Something to think about. He says, I turned down an invitation to be a guest on a podcast. And you would think like, what? Because then doesn't that help people find your show? He says, I turned down the offer because I know, and I told the host, I would not be a good guest. It did not have the expertise in their niche. In saying no, I did recommend and refer the host to two other people who I believe would bring value. But here's the one thing that he said, this is the thing that, that he didn't say that I would, yeah, but there's, there's another side of this is he also said yes to doing something that would be a better use of his time. Do you know what I mean? So I was like, kudos. I was like, cause on one hand he could have gone on the show, but if he, if he knows he's not going to bring any value house of ed tech, I could not remember his, his podcast house of ed tech. Um, you know, he could go on a show for cooking, but that's not going to, that'd be a great fit for Ryan Parker, right? Uh, Mr. Food Craftsman, but not so much for, for Chris Nessie. And I thought, he, I don't think, he, I'm sure he knows that, but to me, I'm like, that's just a better use of your time. So n- now you can go and promote your show or work on your next show or whatever that's going to be. But yeah, that's a, it's a good point, Dave. I, I, I mean, to be careful about, even from a branding standpoint, to be careful about where you show up. And that show, you're, you're going to take on some of its brand a little bit. I've had somebody asking me. Now, I have to be careful because when I come into a tech show, I represent Home Gadget Geeks and the Average Guy.tv. If it's, if it's professional development or strengths related, then I become the Gallup representative. And so there where I'm representing the Gallup brand, I have to be very careful and very selective about where I show up. And I had a new podcaster reach out to me and I said, well, I'll get 30 shows. and 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 I don't mean to be a jerk about this, but let's get 30 shows and and ping me back. And I really thought that they'd forget, and they didn't. <laughs> and so I had to kind of – I still wasn't real comfortable with where it was going, and so I've just kind of been putting them off. Um, that's hard. That's the hard part is putting people off. You don't want to sound like a jerk. I, you know? I helped a guy this week, and it was interesting because he he emails me and says, I want to start a, a podcast. And he shows me a link to Dave Ramsey. He says, I want it to look like this. And I said, is this a video podcast? He's like, yes. Okay, video podcast, we could do that. And uh, can you help me with this? Oh, absolutely. I just want to use my iPhone. Nothing too crazy. Got it. So I showed him how to use um, you know, the, the camera kit, plug the ATR2100 in it to get him good audio. Really happy. He was really happy with what I, I got him going. I sent him some links to lighting and things like that. And then he comes back and he starts asking all these YouTube questions. And I said, well, you know, first of all, are, are you putting this out as audio at all? Or this? I said, because realize Dave Ramsey, I don't think has a video podcast anymore. I think he just puts his podcast out as audio and then he has his YouTube channel because I was looking for his video version of his stuff in iTunes and could not find it. And it turns out that really what he wants to do is, is be a YouTuber. 
Well, to me, there's a difference between YouTube and, and podcasting. And he really said, he used those two words completely interchangeable. And that's kind of like saying Facebook and Twitter are the same thing. And it's like, no, no, they're not. And so the deeper he wanted to go into YouTube, the more I said, you know what? I would love to help you. I'm not your guy. Because I had to realize for me to be able to answer those questions, I was going to have to go do a ton of research to to make. And, and the amount of money I would make per hour by the time I actually helped him would be minuscule. And so I said, here are two people. Go talk to Amy Schmittauer. Go talk to um, this guy that does video. Mm. I listen to his podcast. Apparently, he's not doing good on his branding. But there's a couple of video podcasts that I do listen to because they talk about promotion. And so I eventually just said, I- I'm not your dude. And I just, to me, I was, and the reason I was doing that is because I was like, I'm going to lose a bunch of time because I'm going to have to go research all his questions because I don't, you know, this and that. And I, I was a little worried because he was asking, how much can a YouTuber make? Then I was like, mm, when your first question is, how much can I make doing this? I was like, mm. and he said, no, 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 no. I was just curious because he's a dentist and wants to do a show about like commonly asked questions about because I asked him, I go, why are you doing yeah. video? And he's like, because I, I occasionally have to show stuff. I'm like, oh, OK. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, he you know, it's a that's a pretty solid niche. Right. And could be. Of you know could be a great opportunity for him to dig in and and this difference between podcasting and you being a youtuber dave i i I blend those together so much i don't I know we have some I know there are some in the community that have some very strict definitions on what a podcast, a podcast is, is. Well, I, I totally disagree with it see but. what I say is we're both content creators, yeah. that I will agree with all day long that's all content creation. But a podcast is a syndication. It's a it's a form in the same way that there's radio and TV. It's a way of, you know, you can have a TV show but not have it be on the radio. You can have a YouTube channel and not have it be a podcast. Because to me, if you're I'll, – I'll go Rob Walsh on you and go, if you're not in iTunes, you're not a podcast. But that doesn't mean – but you're, oh, but you are a content. That's so limiting. But that's you, so narrow-minded and limiting. But you are a content creator. That's where I, yeah. I come back around but and go. Why does that matter? Like, I didn't say it mattered. I just said that's oh, the okay. truth. <laughs> no, I, and that's the whole thing. No, to me, that's it's the same thing. It's like saying, well, I, I'm a movie actor, not on TV. To me, I'm like, you're both actors. What's I'm the right. you know? But some people yeah. might say, well, movie acting is better than TV acting. I'm like, no, you're both actors. So to me, we're all content creators. It's just a different distribution channel. One's well, it, it, yeah. It would be like actors who, you know, started on movies first. We had movies before we had TV, right? right. And then, yeah. oh no, 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 you're not an actor because you're just on TV. That's and and I feel like sometimes we do that, and and when when those when the when the crowd that wants to have this very strict definition of what podcasting is and RSS and you know delivery and iTunes, like you just said, quoting Rob. I get a little I get a little squirmy on that because I I do I think you can be a podcaster and have other ways it doesn't I don't think it has to be an iTunes necessarily now would you be a podcaster and not have an iTunes that would be silly right I get that part too but I think sometimes we we get so limited on a thing and that and people go well uh, what what is it why does it matter you know yeah. what's what's it how is it helping the community at all and so I think if someone wants to create their podcast on YouTube and call themselves a podcaster, uh, whether they are distributing it, you know, theoretically, an MP3 on yeah. RSS. I don't, I don't know if they, 
not if that changes anything. So yeah. I, I don't know. I just that that argument drives me crazy. Yeah, Mike. Bit. Mike makes a great point. You're a podcaster before you're on iTunes. I'm like, yeah, that's a good point. So yeah. Well, are you? If a, if a tree falls in the forest and no one's there to hear it, does well, it make a sound? I mean, I I was a podcaster before iTunes yeah. came around. So I it true, just when true, you that, that when point. you start throwing out RSS, then people glaze over and their eyes roll in the back of their head. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. Ah. And for the record, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with being a YouTuber. I mean, there's a YouTuber on the celebrity apprentice. Yeah. Dave, don't, don't you think you are what people call you? Like, you know, it's not what the industry calls you. <laughs> so Jason says, I'm, I'm arguing with a guy on Twitter uh, from ESPN who told me a microphone in your basement doesn't make you a journalist. Well, so mm. that's the industry saying, but, if people look to Jason as a journalist for whatever he does, then regardless what the industry calls him, he's a journalist. And so it's, it's one of those kinds of things where uh, it, I, I think we are in a, in a world where we're moving, a, we're moving away from industry to find standards. Yeah. And those standards are becoming what the crowd accepts. And so like, you know, Hey, these YouTubers, man, some of them have made good money. My daughter, like she calls them her YouTubers, right? I mean, that's the, hey, when I'm watching my, the, you know, my YouTubers, to her, she's getting her media from them. They're, they're media people, whether they consider themselves that or not, whether the industry calls them that or not, they are. So, you know, if you want to call yourself a podcaster and you're not, but if nobody's listening to your podcast, are you really a podcaster? You know, <laughs> kind of deal. So I, I guess we calling each other things are not as important as what is our audience saying about us? What yeah. do they say we are? That's true. I mean, think about it. Can we go like totally back in the day? In fact, I don't remember what the story was, but a blogger took down Dan Rather. Remember when he had that whole thing where he reported something about president W Bush, I think it was, or was it the first Bush? I forget. There was something with that. And Dan rather reported it because he got it off of a blog site. It turned out it was wrong, if I remember right. And so it was like it, he lost all his credibility. And, you know, so that guy was a, quote, journalist you yeah. know, that, that spread that story. But so, you know, there are a lot of stuff. And how many times are you watching? And it kind of drives me nuts now that Twitter is news. Like I was amazed. I was on Yahoo the one day and they're explaining how. Like it was major news that somebody like Demi Lovato unfollowed Mariah Carey or Jennifer Lopez unfollowed what? And I was just the whole time I'm like, my head is exploding and I'm going, why is this news? But it is amazing how many times people will quote Twitter as a news source. Well, according to Twitter, so-and-so on this tweeted out the blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, is anybody checking the facts on that? It's like, hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Breaking news. Yeah, nobody cares yeah. who you follow. Yeah, well, it's yet and yet. I mean, Twitter has given us the ability to get really good quality news from inside, on the spot, in place. I mean, think about just what happened in Fort Lauderdale. Oh, man. And a lot of that news breaks via those social media channels. Yeah. And, and it does. You know, we, Dave, we run this fine line of fact checking versus news you know, showing and um, whether it's right or wrong, I think that's going to be the struggle in it is that, um, yeah, it, 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 it leads to more fake news that way as people socially engineer the news to make it the thing that, that they want, you know, the, the way that they want it to be much like in podcasts, like nobody's fact checking all these things that we say, 
when we say it right and we have hundreds of people that are listening to us and nobody's fact checking this. Well, I the thing I need to fact check, I know Daniel uh, says it's not, but I keep hearing people say that iTunes is broken. Like new and noteworthy is broken. And I keep mm. wanting to go over and take a screenshot. But in the end, I'm with you, Jim. I don't care if it is. I'm kind of tired of new and noteworthy. I just made a video on that last yeah. night. I took some of my, my clamors and put them all together. And because uh, there was a Facebook group that this guy came out and said, hey, you guys, I can show you how to get 2000 reviews in eight weeks, blah, 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 you know, top of new and noteworthy. But and I just I mean, I threw up a lot in my mouth. I mean, it was just <laughs> I needed a bucket and I was like, OK, that's enough. So I made this video yeah. that's it was just like, ugh. but uh, I, I think we got to just let some of that go. Yeah. You know, just let some of it go from now. Hey, let me change the subject real quick. All right. Big announcement. I'm going I'm going to podcast movement. Yes. yes. Going, to, going to podcast movement. That's, so, yeah, you know. I checked at work and they said, hey, can can I make that kind of my conference for the year? And he goes, well, half your job is podcasting. So, yeah, let's let's do it. So nice. Signed up, paid, paid. I, I need, still need to reserve the hotel. And, and I won't buy that's, that's a chunk of change. By the time you get the day before and fly out the day after, it's like, wow, that's 900 bucks. Yeah, it's 800 to 1,000 bucks. Uh, that's the most expensive yeah. part, right? Yeah, so I will I will actually get to shake your hand for the first time ever. Yeah, that'd be great. It'd be great to see you. Yeah, it will be awesome, so. Looking forward to it. I, you know, I've, I've avoided, I've been avoiding them mostly because of cost and just time, you know, time to get out there, time to do it. This is in August. It's a slower time for me. It's, it's uh, my son is out there in the, in the LA area. He's down in San Diego. Nice. So we're going to double up. I think my wife and I will go out a weekend, the weekend ahead and spend the weekend with him and then I'll stay and she'll fly back. And so we'll make a little family, um, you know, a little family trip out of it. But it, yeah, no, I'm actually kind of looking forward to it. It'd be fun to, it's, it looks like it's a great location and Anaheim's a good, you know, it's a little outside of LA, so it's not quite the being in LA proper, but actually anywhere close to LA is kind of a mess. Um, but yeah, so excited to be there. It'll be, it'll be fun to be hanging out. It's August, so it's probably time to start thinking about it, right? It is interesting because I was, um, what was I looking at last night? I was on Facebook. I was on Rob Walsh's Facebook because I was trying to get a picture of Rob and there are so many pictures of Rob sitting next to Rob Greenlee and Rob sitting next to Rob and Todd uh, Cochran from Blueberry. Um, and there's one picture. It's Rob sitting next to Rob sitting next to Todd sitting next to Francisco from Spreaker. And as he even said, it's like four competitors eating dinner together. Knives have been removed or something like that. <laughs> it's pretty funny. But I thought it was kind of close. One of the things I love about just the whole podcast movement, PodFest in Florida, Podcast Minute Atlantic. I see John's going to that one. Is that you do get to hang out with a lot of, uh, you know, people. I've I've had, I've sent business to other people and I've had people send me business who are, quote, my competition uh, because it's, you know, somebody in your, your uh, backyard needs some help. Why don't you go help them kind of thing or whatever. Or maybe you're booked up and you can't take it, things like that. So it should be fun. Um, Stargate Pioneer asks, how do you make the most out of podcasting trade conferences like this? And and I think it depends on what you're trying to achieve. Like, I don't think there's one like, oh, if you're going to go to a conference, it's got to be this way. In Dave, in, the, in this case, like this is the first podcast movement I've been to. There'll be tons of people there. And I'm really going for the relationships. This is my goal is to meet, physically meet, because I haven't been to the other conferences in the past and I haven't met people like you in person. I want to use this conference to 
to do that. And so my goals are to do that. And I'll spend some time at the booths and stuff. I'm not that interested in the technology today. I get a lot of that stuff I can get online. I can get them on my podcast if I want. Like, you know, you could just call them and talk to them. So, but the the face-to-face, so I will, you know, and of course sitting in a few sessions, but again, all those sessions have almost all been done before. I don't know if there's if there's that much to be said in the podcast space that hasn't already been said in some form or fashion, right? I mean, even the keynote stuff you've been doing are all derivatives of the same thing. Like, right. you know, right, you've boiled it down to how do I grow my audience, right? That's yeah. kind of the, and then a few of the names and the players change, but but for the most part, it's the same thing we, we do. So for me, it's going to be about scheduling time and to be available to meet as many people as I possibly can. That's how I'm going to work it. I haven't taken this course yet. It's free. It's from uh, Michael O'Neill from the Solopreneur Hour. He has something called conferencetopia.com. And it's all about how to get the most out of conferences. I've not taken it yet. But um, I, from what I've seen, most of Michael's stuff is, is pretty cool. But I think a lot of it is just networking, things like that. SP uh, was said he was specifically referring to conferences, not not on podcasting. Yeah. How do you? How do you? Well, I think I, I think the, the message is the same, right? You, yeah. you you bring you know. It depends what do you what do you need to get out of them. I've definitely gone to some conferences where there were some things I needed learning. I needed to get out of it myself. Dave, I think that's the thing I'm guilty of, and I and we, we just mentioned it here a second ago. I'm guilty of it is that there are people who are just coming to this who it for them it is new information. The four right. things you just rattled off is new, and if we're going to be in this space. As much as it kills us sometimes, we can't grow tired of saying the same things because right. it's well. The, you, know, you got brand new people in there. The first couple of times I went to whatever podcast movement, uh, the New Media Expo, Blog World, blah blah, blah things, I went to every session, and it wasn't until like the third day that I'm kind of like, eh, I've, I've seen this before. So the first couple of years, the sessions I was all about the sessions, and I was networking yeah. at night. I, I still say, even if you're new to this stuff and you're having a really good conversation in the hallway and the bell rings and it's time to go to a session, stay in the hallway because yeah. I, I've found, I mean, I've gotten co-hosts from, from events. I've gotten a lot of guests for events, things like that. Um, and that's one of the things I have to figure out. I, I, it's weird. I reserve my hotel room for podcast movement. Um, and I meant to ask my boss I, I'm going to go ahead and buy because I don't want to assume I'm speaking at podcast movement. I mean, I've spoken at every one so far, but, you know, it, there's a lot more people to choose from in terms of speakers. And I thought and so I needed to figure out, do I get to buy if I'm buying a pass to, to podcast movement or do I get in? You get in free if you're a vendor, right? Yeah. What am I worried about? I'm going to go as a vendor. Yeah, but that's not the most expensive part of it anyway. So, yeah, I guess my whole thing is if I wanted to have, yeah, what am I thinking about? I don't have to worry. I'm going to go there as a vendor. I don't have to worry about buying a ticket. Duh. Are you working in the booth? Yeah, that's that's the good news and the bad news. And, and that's also the good news and bad news for PodFest um, is I'll be working a booth. It's hard to network when you're stuck behind a table. People have to I think it's in. easier. I think you'll, because you, people know where you're at. It, it is and it, it, know it, where to find you. It, it is and it isn't because for me, I'm there to talk about Libsyn and so it's weird when people want to go, which there are times when that was perfectly fine, but there are times at podcast movement, we are like three people deep. I mean, it was, we were just surrounded by people and I've got to answer your lips and questions and move on to the next person. And let's have dinner tonight or something like that. That's, that's the part that I was like, Ooh, this is kind of uh cause at the time I just got divorced 
And so many people giving me advice on getting back into the dating game. And I'm like, actually, um, if we could talk about our advanced stats now, we could. Uh, like, well, that that might um, that might be an opportunity. You think if you if you've got that kind of poll and that kind of audience to set some uh, on the out out, you know, the times that aren't being taken up, you know, yeah. let's go grab some dinner. Right. That was what you said. But to use a little calendaring functionality to schedule some 30 minute sessions with people to make sure you get everybody you want to talk to. Yeah. Um, that, that may be an opportunity too. you know, yeah. you're going to meet listeners there or whatever. I might, um, I don't know that they will do it. I don't know if it's a good idea or not, but to me, we were all exhausted and hoarse by the time we left last yeah. year. I think it would almost make sense to not have a big blasting thing, but have a PA in the booth and have one person do a presentation and just answer all the commonly like have this little dog and pony show yeah. And just have everybody watch it and then take questions for 15 minutes and then go back and have somebody do because we were all doing the same presentation over and over and over and over, which is expected. Yeah. That's what you do at a, a trade show. But well, I just, I've, I've seen some tech at some tech ones. I've gone to a ton of tech ones. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, open world and all the Microsoft stuff. Yeah. And they'll have a booth and then they'll actually have a list at 1130. We're going to cover this at 1230. We're going to cover this at 12. You know, at yeah. one we're going to cover this. And they idea. have some seats. They have some seats and people can come and sit down and you're right, the guy with a mic and you're doing the presentations and they're a little more controlled that way. And I think a little and then they can ask questions and, you right. know, then then you, you allow 15 minutes in between time for, you know, people to move around and some questions. They give out T-shirts that way, that kind yeah. of stuff. So, yeah, there you go. There's another idea for you. Should be fun. Hey, we should. Uh, man, time is flying when you're having fun. Dang. We want to thank. You know what? It's the first of the year. We're going to thank everybody. <sighs> so I have to take a deep breath. Stargate Pretty Pioneer. Yeah. Go ahead, sir. Uh, Glenn the Geek from Horse Radio Network. Nick Suberling from uh, Cincy. What's your... I know Nick's in the chat room. CincySoccerTalk.com. Is that right, Mr. Suberling? I will I will check back. He's now scrambling to his keyboard. Yeah, he's like, wait, wait, what was it again? Um, Jim Coulson from The Average Guy TV. Alan Meisner, Barry Kessler. Uh, Josh Rivers from CreativeStudio.Academy. Frank Brill, Dale Henninger. Uh, Joshua Liston, uh, Mark King. I think some of these are new creepy kingdom. I got to look that up. Cauldron's crypt. Kale Nelson from ham radio three sixty down in South Carolina. Uh, Adam Waddell, uh, Wahoo idea network. Kim slusher, Jeremy Dennis, Rob, uh, Griffiths from, uh, bedtime.fm. Uh, Corey from Ivy envy, Jay Cleveland Payne, Mike Moody, uh, Alan Palmer, Emily. Yeah. From the story behind.com. Uh, Gary and, uh, Margaret from Kiwi Mana, kiwimana.co.nz because they're from New Zealand. Jason Bryan from, uh, Mad Talk Online. Dave Wilson, the Seahawkers podcast. Craig from Inglaeus podcast. Uh, and, uh, me and Cody Saison. So that's a whole, that, that list is getting longer and longer. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Awesome. So thank you guys for that. And, um, I had another question. I've uploaded an episode to my show on iTunes. I do the following. I post the episode on my show's Facebook page. I post the episode on my own personal Facebook page and tag a few in it. I post the episode on my guest Facebook timeline. I also post a link of the episode from the show's Twitter's account. I have an Instagram account for the show that I'm figuring out. I've created a page on my personal website specifically for my show hmm, where I embed the episodes. Currently considering if I should get a separate website altogether for my show. I, I'm not sure. Well, we'll talk about that one. Lastly, I attach a link to iTunes where potential listeners can go subscribe and download. Have I forgotten anything? And he said Twitter. 
if you're using, I don't know that I get a lot of listens on LinkedIn. Depends on what your show's about. It's getting better. Yeah. I mean, I use LinkedIn and, and um, I get some good feedback out there on it. But my shows are more business related, right? I do yeah. a tech gadget show and we do a cybersecurity show. And so those those seem to do pretty well on LinkedIn. Yeah. So that, that podcast that we listened to in the very beginning. Yeah. Probably not a great one to post on LinkedIn. Yeah, there you go. That would be an example of one. Yeah. The thing that I see more people doing this where they'll have a page with, eh, with again, I don't know if this is wrong, but they'll have a single page. They'll go make a playlist, whether it be in PowerPress or Libsyn or the uh, uh, Pat Flynn's smart podcast player, and they'll have all their episodes on one page, and then at the bottom they'll have subscribe buttons, which is fine. I'm not sure that's great for SEO, though. I think you're missing out on some SEO juice by not having each episode have its own post as opposed to one page. Now, on one hand, you can just you can send people to one page and they've got everything in one spot. I'm just not sure that you you could be getting more there's more things to link to then which might uh I use posts for uh for my podcast and I use pages for things for me pages have always been been things that don't change like contact about us if I was a uh, something, a restaurant, I would have directions, things that don't change. And then things that are news items like episodes I use as, as posts. So, or subscribe, my subscribe page is a page, uh, things of that nature. So I've, I've seen some podcasters who want to have a page that's there. They have a landing page and their most current podcast is always on that page. And they want to control kind of the full view of everything they see when someone lands on it. Yeah. And then they, remove that off the page, put that in a post, put the, you know, hide the post in a blog link yeah. or whatever from behind it and do it that way. That seems like a lot of work to me. I mean, Hey, if it's working, you know, do it, but that seems like a lot of work to me. And you're always constantly changing and cutting and pasting and moving some things around. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you. I'm just a big post guy. So I've got, and I have a theme that allows me to post multiple um, categories on the front page. Nice. And so I've got to kind of set that way. And I have six categories that are there that look pretty nice. And you can get to any of the six pieces pretty easy. And then those drill down into the category podcasting. And I feel like for me, that works best. Yeah, I uh, I do both on um, because of my podcast. I have the actual episode as a post. And then I have a button, I believe at the top that says binge. And when you click on it, it's a playlist and you can just listen to them all and um, go to town on that. So, yeah, I've got a, I've have a master feed too. That's all, all the shows on the network and today, right now it's just two, but I've had as many as five and it's, you can listen to them all. They're all in one player right there. Um, and I've done that audio boom has that feature too, where you, if you're using them, they have a cool little network player that mm -hmm. looks cool that you can use. I think I'm using the one, there's one in Blueberry, right? And, and Blueberry. Yeah. Um, PowerPress has a, a playlist. Press, one. Yeah. And then Libsyn has one. Um, Smart Podcast Player. Um, Hanny's thing. I think they all make yeah. playlists. The only ones that don't, obviously SoundCloud does. SoundCloud has one, but you don't have a whole lot of control over what's in it, which is kind of in terms of how they're lined up. That used to drive me nuts because it would be the, the most played episode would be at the top of your playlist. Well, then it's always it's never going to change then because it's the you know what I mean? It's like if it's always at the top, um, that drove me crazy. But I don't think Awesound has one and Omni Studio does. But that's Audio Boom is one I've never played with. I've been 
launching these new little test podcasts to play with different platforms. And uh, I was getting really good lift on Audio Boom for a while, and then it stopped. Like just overnight, one time, it just it would. I, I was getting some good lift off podcast.com as well, and I was getting okay. When I say good lift, I mean twenty five to fifty right, right. Show, extra extra listens. Then it went back down to three, three or four. I didn't change anything. I didn't do anything different. It just it had been it had been they had been bumping up, and then they went and then they pushed back down. So you never know, you know. You never know if you're going to – I take advantage of all those places, and you never know when they're going to hit. Podomatic is one that – we've talked about this on the show before. I get 75 to 150 views out there. I'm on the free plan. It works. You know, and why, why would I take those away from my listeners? You know, yeah. It takes me t- two minutes to upload it and make it make it work. So, But if I was getting three – I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm lying. I would post it out there <laughs> even if I was getting three. <laughs> well, it takes all of, you know, click, click, it's upload. Yeah. Copy and paste. It's a minute. I, I have thought. I know there's some. I know there's some Google penalty when your verbiage, when your words get repeated on different websites. So whatever you're typing. So say you have some show notes. You copy and paste those show notes in their entirety, and they show up on another website. There is some. There is some negative to that for SEO with Google when the, they see the same thing showing up all over the place. I've, I've always heard if you're if it's on your website first then the only thing that would get docked would be the other websites that you posted them on. Yeah. Well, so let's say I'm posting to to my website first, which I am. Right. right. And then when I'm posting to SoundCloud, Podomatic, um, you know, the, the awesome sounds, the mix cloud, the search, the shout engines, those areas, I just copy and paste partial amounts of the show notes into the description there to get it, to get it done. I just I don't I wonder if that's penalizing me in some way, and I don't know if it is or not. I keep doing it, but but I I, I have wondered. We have a, a question in the chat room. Wow, uh, Jason says big question. Back in the day before TV, people gather around radio to listen, but since TV, the number of people listening to just audio dropped, except music. That my friend is I believe incorrect. Um, what's your gut feeling on the probable limit of audio podcasts in our current culture? Listeners of podcasting is now almost, it's, I think, 33% of America has listened to a podcast, and it's gone up every single year. Um, I predicted that next year it's going to go up to 40. So um, it's not the, and you'll see where uh, the stats are less people are listening to radio, but that's because they're listening to podcasts, they're listening to Pandora, they're listening to Spotify, so I, I don't think that audio listening is going down. I think it's being dispersed from radio into other genres. If you go over to Edison Research, it's they have the whole thing. Then you'll see where people are leaving radio and they're they're going to podcasting, they're going to Spotify, they're going to even iHeartRadio. You know, why would I listen to WMMS when I can go listen to all my favorite stuff from the '80s on the Slippery When Wet channel? You know, so. Um, so, yeah, it's going up, my friend. You're not too late. Get in the water. Colder and Fire asks, I have that problem with Spreaker. I have to delete the player and add it back for the newly posted episode to be a featured episode at the top of the playlist. Yeah. Yeah, There's they have a player. No, they have a player that has code that will always have the most current um, program from that, from your Spreaker account. So search for that inside the settings. That's what I, on my website, nice. I just have that that player and just whatever. And when I'm live, it automatically refreshes over to the live show. And when that's done, then it plays that show. And then it's always just playing the, the most current one. So check that out on Spreaker. Stargate says our family is now gathering around the echo. 
in the kitchen to listen to the School of Podcasting's newsflash, which right now is only on the the Echo and or if you find my RSS feed. But um, it's uh, most people. It's interesting. I'm getting 30 to 40 listens of that on Twitter. It's the only two places it's at. It's on my Twitter account. And the reason I'm doing that is because I'm weird and I just want to play with something so that when I finally do send that thing to uh, to iTunes, it's going to be really weird because I have it set up. There's only one episode in that feed ever. Otherwise, you would listen to it on Echo and it would play every other episode. And the thing that stinks about being on the Echo, you have you have to rip your stuff at 256 kilobits per second. It's high, high, which is stupid. But nonetheless, because I'm working on an article for Pottertainment about how I did that. And it's kind of like, hmm, it's a, it's a bit of a hassle. But it's kind of cool because what I can do in Libsyn is I can say, make this episode live on Monday the 9th and have it expire on midnight on the 10th. And then I'll make the next episode go live on midnight on the 10th and expire on midnight. So it's, they're, they're, they're automatically coming and going, which is weird because I want to have a back catalog. And we'll see. So far, I'm, I'm not getting a huge number of plays on the, uh, on the Echo, but uh, it's like, well, it's an experiment. I'm playing with it. We'll see what it does. And, uh, but I did, I did have somebody use the coupon code. That was the interesting thing. So I have a very small audience on that platform, but yet that audience, because they're kind of geeky, um, went ahead and used uh, a coupon code that I use only for that podcast. You can't hear it. You can't hear it anyplace else. So, uh, that's kind of interesting. Rob, Rob has a question about his, his daughter got a Rode SM uh, or PSM one mount. That's one of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's one of those big, and it and it's not necessarily designed for the for the twenty one hundred. I, I well, well, hold on before you do that. Okay. So I, I have the same thing, right? So here's the. This is a, and it's an on. It's an on stage, and it's like something thirty five. I forget the name of it, but it's a clip that's got the shock mount built into it right here, and it's great. I did a few tests with it when I first got it. Um, you know, there's some ways to set some things up to help with that, but uh, thirteen dollars maybe for this little mount that, that holds the twenty one hundred. So, yep, um, you need a little adapter, I think, up here to make that work. But uh, that, that's that's the solution I went with, Rob. On stage. You have to Google. I've been looking for it. Dave, you were going to say something. I'll be looking it up. Paul. Well, just there are times when uh, like the, the newer, whatever that company name is, newer mm-hmm. will come with a uh, like the little inexpensive boom arm and it comes with a big giant cylinder for for like this kind of microphone. Well, this doesn't work for for, uh, you know, the, the thing that's basically the size of a pop can, basically. And then you get the 2100, which is the size of a Snickers. And it's not going to work. And you just have to unscrew the, I guess what you would call it, the mic clip, even though it's this big round thing, and then, you know, go, I did what Jim did, go buy one that fits the 2100, and then the question is, well, what I what do I do with the old one? And I'm like, well, if you're not using it, um, it will go in the trash quite easily, um, which is kind of weird, because it's like, well, so I bought something that I'm not going to use. Well, you bought something, and somebody threw in something that you didn't need, so that's the way it works. Um Ryan, if you go into Ryan asks, how do you find your your skill in the Echo? That's a great question. If you go to the app and go into skills, I believe if you just type in School of Podcasting, it will come up. I should make a video for that. Um, but yeah, you have to do it in the app or on whatever it is, Alexa dot uh, blah 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 dot Alexa dot Amazon dot com. Yeah, go. Oh, doggone it! I said the magic word. Um, <laughs> 
if you go into skills, I will say this. I get a lot of this on the Amazon Alexa app, which is a whole lot of nothing. You're just sitting here. I don't know what it's doing. There it is. It finally showed up. And if I type in, he said, and again, it's even slow responding to that. And so I'm just not, I don't know what they're using on the back end of this, but I, I found this the other night when I, I was using it because I have my grocery list on this thing. And, you know, you're in the grocery going, okay, what did I say? And you're like waiting for it to refresh. And you're like, okay, that's not really helpful. Uh, so I haven't had any trouble there. So interesting. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. So when you type school of podcasting, you'll see it has the power of podcasting logo. I'm trying to update that, um, but that will add it to your thing. And how'd you do that? I w- you had to go through, you have a developer account. You have to have an Amazon developer yeah. account. It's tricky. So I have, I have a, a Libsyn account for this is, is who I'm using. Um, and the per specs, you're at your, is like 256K mono. It's this insanely high-quality audio. Um, and then you just put in your RSS feed. And then, uh, and I didn't go super crazy. I don't have it, you know, saying anything like that. Um, what, do you have it, what does it say? Um, what do you have it say? Well, here, I'll, I will do this. If I, it's, it's, so it's part of, I made it part of the news briefing. So there's... Ah, there, you made it a news briefing. It's okay. Not, it's not an app. It's a news briefing. So if I say, Alexa, what's new? Here's your flash briefing from the school of podcasting.com. The school of podcasting yeah, that's with Dave brilliant. Jackson. This Never even in. You want to go to work for Apple? Check this out. This is posted. Alexa, stop. So, and they're like a minute, minute and a half. And because I'm not, I'm not saving, I, I think from the future, I'm not going to save these to my hard drive because I'm going to end up with, because it's Monday through Friday, except for today, because there was that special Apple thing. So I did like a special breaking news thing. Um, and I've always wanted to play with a short, a very short podcast. So this is my very short podcast. And right now, like I say, it's it's weird. It's not available as a podcast. And I'm doing that on purpose. I will eventually throw it into iTunes and every place else. But I just want to play right now um, with it. But it's uh, it's pretty easy. Just it's uh, I was surprised actually because again I'm not I've never considered myself a developer. But you don't need a lot of code. Mine's on TuneIn Radio, and yeah. in theory, I can say, oh. "Hey, Amazon device, play Home Gadget Geeks on TuneIn Radio," and that's supposed to work. It's something I'm playing with right now. I don't know. It's getting a lot of traffic. It's getting much more traffic on Twitter than it is on uh, the actual platform. And I, I just really, I mean, this is the most I've talked about it. I put a thing on my blog about it at davidjackson.org. But holy cow, it's 1130 already. Flies through. Yeah. So Flies by. And uh, the first week of 2017 is in the books. How crazy is that? I mean, it just, it's like every day we're a day older or something. It's kind of weird how that works. Things keep moving on. Jim, anything fun coming up at... Uh, TheAverageGuy.tv? Yeah, Loria Petrucci is on next week. Nice. So, big, big show. Yeah, we're excited to have her. I, ironically, I just got a uh, one of those memories on Facebook that had me meeting her the first time five years ago or six years ago at CES. So that was the very first time I met her, and then I met her again at a Drobo meetup, and then I met her again in Omaha about a year ago. So she's on the show next week. We're talking gadgets. So nice. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. Yeah, I, did, I did a post on uh, my blog at davidjackson.org asking who was the next Hendrix in podcasting. It's actually a post from 2014. I put it in Pottertainment Magazine. And I mentioned it at the time. She was really groundbreaking because, number one, 
what is a girl talking about tech? I mean, there was kind of that whole thing. Um, and then the fact that she's so like what you hear is what you get. She's bubbly, perky. She snorts when she laughs. Um, and that just made her very endearing at the time. And the fact that there was her and Rocket Boom and Mark Marin at the time was was groundbreaking at the time. I'll be interested to see what is going to be groundbreaking in, in 2017 this year to see what really if we have anything that breaks out from the pack, you know, and separates itself from the the rest of the, the men from We're the We're due for a tech breakout of some kind. Yeah. We're due. It's been a while. So this week on the School of Podcasting, I'm going to talk about what I learned about doing my favorite podcast ever episode as I go around to people's websites because, oh, man, are there things you're doing on your websites that are just, ugh, drives me crazy. Talk about things that make you go, ugh. So, uh, but we're every Saturday at askthepodcastcoach.com slash live. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in.